Christmas. Good evening. With it being the festive jolly season, I thought it no better time to talk about Santa Claus. But with a twist. Today we will be talking about five bad Santas who made it on the naughty list. Be sure to stay for number five. I saved the grimmest for last. And be sure to tell me down below what you're asking Santa for Christmas this year. Number one. Tis the season to be generous, and it's commonly known as the season of giving. However, in our first case, recipients of the giving weren't amused. January the 5th, 2015. Randy Lang entered a monetary country, California, branch of Buffalo Wild Wings, determined to distribute some last remnants of holiday cheer. He claimed to be Santa Claus and brought with him a duffel bag that allegedly contained five football-sized amounts of pot, weighing in at over two pounds. The fox Santa accosted customers and told them he'd brought presents, placing samples of pot into their confused, chicken-greased hands. Employees also received an unwelcome Christmas bonus when Lang filled their tip jar up with a hefty brick of weed. Unfortunately for Lang, recipients of his gifts did not react joyously. Police were almost immediately called. When they arrived, Lang was calm, and Police Sergeant Nick Borgers recalls, he said he expected to be arrested for doing this at some point. Sounded like this was not his first time. It was just surreal. Lang was charged for furnishing marijuana, further bolstered when police searched his home and found another two pounds of cannabis. Number two. Christmas is huge in Germany. Tourists and locals flock to Berlin every December to enjoy some of the best Christmas markets in the world. In 2011, the custom took a sinister turn. As a man dressed as Santa Claus drugged over a dozen unsuspecting members of the general public. Dubbed the Schnapps Spiker, the assailant would approach his victims in a buoyant mood, most often claiming that he had just become a father and thus was offering free drinks in celebration. They were laced with liquid ecstasy, a popular date rape drug. Soon after ingestion, it causes vomiting, dizziness, and, in a lot of cases, loss of consciousness. Charles Bloom, chief of Alexandriplatz Christmas Market, offered a 1,000 reward for anyone who captures the Schnapps Spiker, stating this dirty and cowardly behaviour has to be stopped. Unfortunately, it didn't lead to an arrest, and a year later, another drugging took place at a Berlin market, bearing striking similarities to the previous year's spree. Number 3. Every year, Canada Post runs a program where children can write a letter to Santa and receive a personalised reply. By 2007, over 15 million letters had been written, resulting in a Guinness Book of World Records accreditation for the most letters to Santa ever received and responded to. When you're dealing with a program that big, human error in some form is inevitable. However, what happened during the 2007 did you know a 2018 study showed half of prenatal vitamins tested had unacceptable levels of heavy metals? I'm Kat, mother of three and founder of Ritual. When I was four months pregnant, I couldn't find a prenatal I could trust, so I created my own. Ours is made traceable, third-party tested for heavy metals, 
and recently earned the Purity Award from the Clean Label Project. But don't just take my word for it. Get 25% off at virtual.com slash podcast. When Christmas season was entirely calculated and pretty malicious. Ten unfortunate children received responses from Santa that were laced with messages such as This letter is too long, you dumb. And your mum sucks, and your dad is gay. Mostly true statements in all likelihood, but it's really not Santa's place to say. In response to the scandal, Canada Post released a statement indicating that they were doing everything they could to track down the culprit, whom they believed to be one rogue elf. As it turned out, it was a group of miners who had gained access to the mounds of festive letters. Number 4 on December 10th, 2004, Elkin Clark was dressed up as Santa Claus and selling boxes of Hershey chocolates in downtown Atlanta. According to Clark, he was putting up with a customer from hell and is quoted as saying, she was stealing my stuff and asked 10 to 15 times not to touch my stuff. It's his contention that the elderly woman took 29 boxes of candy from him to the value of $145. However, there was no evidence of her theft. Eyewitness accounts largely focus on Clark flipping out for no reason, picking up a large board and smashing the woman in the back of the head with it. Two local university students attempted to run over to protect the victim. Meanwhile, Clark hit the woman twice more while she lay on the ground. A month later, the woman died from her injuries. Clark attempted to have his charges reduced on the grounds that the woman, who was 74 years of age, died due to underlying health problems. His appeal was unsuccessful. Number 5 No doubt this is the grimmest crime on the list. Sorry about that. In Covina, a suburb of Los Angeles, on Christmas Eve in 2008, Bruce Jeffrey Pardo went on a killing spree. The target of his rage were his ex-wife and her family, Having learned of his finalisation of their divorce a week prior, Pardo knocked on the door of his former-in-law's house in full Santa attire. In his hands was a wrapped gift, containing various weapons. As the daughter of his former sister-in-law approached him, gleefully anticipating a visit from Santa, he shot her in the face. Surprisingly, she survived. Nine others didn't though. Most appear to have died from gunshot wounds as Pardo immediately sprayed the crowd of 25 people with bullets from semi-automatic handguns. The youngest victim was 17 and was confirmed to have died in a fire Pardo started with a homemade flamethrower. In Pardo's possession was $17,000 in cash and a plane ticket to Canada, so he presumably intended to escape. Authorities believe that Pardo burned himself badly enough that his plans changed. By the time he left the Christmas Eve party, his Santa suit was partially melted onto his body. Pardo then drove to his brother's house, where he shot himself. He removed his Santa suit and left it in his car, which was booby-trapped to trigger an explosion when inspected. Although his improvised bomb worked, no one was hurt. Well, that does it for our jolly countdown. If you enjoyed, please be sure to drop a like on the video. I'll give you a minute. Found it? Great. Well, I'll see you all in the next one. Have a pleasant Christmas.